I'm Derek Joyce and I'm here with Paul Omorda and this is I'm Not The Expert But. This is a podcast where we'll discuss everything from the most complex ideas that we know nothing about to the simplest ideas that we probably know nothing about either. So put the kettle on, get comfy and join us. In honour of Friday the 13th. Do, do, do. There's loads of people get scared about Friday the 13th. Not at all. No. Not like, the slightest. I know people that put all their itinerary for the day. Itinerary or itinerary? I think it's itinerary. Itinerary, I would say. But anyway, they put all their stuff that they <laughs> have to do stuff. for the day off because <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. Nonsense. Utter fucking yeah. nonsense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just find it ridiculous. But... In honour of Friday the 13th, yep. and because the first one was so enjoyable, yeah, very superstitious too. Part two. Okay, so what idiots have we got this week then? They're not idiots. <laughs> Just for anyone listening. Nobody's I'm, an idiot. I'm not superstitious. Well, actually, no, hang on. I, I started part one very much like this as well, in the same vein, and saying, I'm not superstitious at all. And then as you went through it, I went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, do that one no, I'm still not, yeah. but I do absolutely subscribe to the knock on wood tradition. Yeah, I love that. I actually Because the Celts that. used yeah, to invoke the spirits true. in the tree yeah. when they were entering a forest, which I fucking loved. It. loved. I absolutely yeah. love that one. That was my favourite. Yeah. I still have, you know, kind of silly little superstitions when I'm watching football and stuff. Have to sit in the same chair, have to wear the same jersey. Otherwise, <laughs> Liverpool lose. Sorry, folks. That. I said people aren't stupid, but they are. <laughs> Paul just demonstrated. <laughs> I have to, you're like Mr. Bean. You know the way his, his TV goes, his, the interference, and he ends up taking his clothes off and putting them all on the seat. And st- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, for fuck. Okay, go on. Okay, no, I don't do that. Okay. Tell me about what are stupid people and what they believe. In Ireland, four-leaf clovers are considered lucky. I remember when I was a kid, my cousin brought us down to a local clover patch. Right. And we looked, we, she took us down one by one because we were only kids. like, And we looked for 20 minutes and we all found a four-leaf clover. Cool. So that's rare to think like. She'd been telling us about it and we were going, no, I've never seen them. But I mean, when you're looking at a patch of clover, how, you how, have to go through each one individually. How quickly there, are you going, yeah. there's a four-leaf one. So she says, no, she was so convinced Convinced and she was correct, but she was so convinced that there would be enough four leaf clovers. She offered to take us down one by one. Cool. And she was risking the upset of one of us of not finding finding one, but she knew we would. She was confident that there was lots. So we went down, we looked and there was four leaf clover down there. The four leaf clover really pisses me off because it's so misused by Americans mostly. Not exclusively, but as a symbol for Ireland. So it's not the four-leaf clover that pisses you off. It's the misuse of it. It's using it where they should be it's using a shamrock. It's people misusing it piss you off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, where they okay. should be using a, you know, a shamrock. Okay. It's a symbol of Ireland. No, it's not. It really isn't. The shamrock is the national symbol of Ireland. It has three leaves. It was used by St. Pat, supposedly... Used by St. Patrick to explain the Holy Trinity, three gods in the one thing, blah, yep. blah, blah. Four-leaf clover is completely useless for that task. The, the four-leaf clover symbolises faith, love, 
hope and good fortune. There you go. That's each one. Yeah. Like not the Holy so Trinity. That's cool, yeah. The Holy Trinity. No, but that's where the yeah. whole yeah, Ireland yeah, but, Shamrock but it does, comes it does, from. That's it does have symbolism attached yeah. to it. No, it know? does, but it's not. You see it all the time. Happy St. Patrick's Day and it's a four-leaf clover on the fucking thing. Yeah. Well, I would have said that the shamrock is a poor version of the clover because it only has three leaves. Yeah, but it was because, yeah, uh, as I said, the myth of St. Patrick that he used that to explain to the pagans the Holy Trinity. He used the shamrock. They're, that's invoking fucking... I know, yeah, no, but that is bullshit. the myth. But that is that is the official reason that the shamrock is a symbol of Ireland. Who decides what the official uh, reason the, for something being a symbol of Ireland is? The founders of the state, I suppose. Book Initially, I know. Yeah, yeah. I come here. I, I uh, totally agree with you. The harp I can get on board with, but not the shamrock. Definitely. Okay. Anyway. But I hate anyway. I hate when the Americans use the four leaf clover as a symbol for Ireland. It fucking does me head in. Okay. I'll just take you're, note, Americans. It's the shamrock. That's our national symbol, not the four-leaf clover. Go. I think you're getting tied in not about nothing. No, anyway, if a person walks under a ladder and spits at the same time, they mitigate the effects of bad luck from walking under a ladder. Well, if I see them spitting, they're going to have bad luck fairly shortly because it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd give them bad luck, but you are a scumbag if you spit anyway. Mm. Fucking dirtbags. In ancient Egypt, it was believed that the triangular space created when a ladder is leaning against a wall is where both good and bad spirits resided. And if you walked okay. under it, you disturbed them. Okay. <laughs> Which is much better. I think is a great... I mean, I won't be superstitious about it ever. I'm not going to be. I don't walk under I think ladders because... I think it's a great... It's a great tale. Hmm. That it's like, don't fucking walk under there because the evil spirits live under there. Love that. That's deadly. No. That's that's lending. I don't walk on. I don't walk under ladders because shit'll fall on you. Yeah. You know that's. Yeah. Most general states, thing. if something yeah. can happen, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So if you walk under enough ladders, isn't yeah. it Murphy's law? States. Mm, it, no, it's not. I don't think that's Murphy's law. Is it? Maybe. I'm just on the back of a fight. If you alone. if you can't refute what I'm saying, yeah. stop fucking saying it. I think it is, but anyway, Salt's law, if law, if yeah. something is gonna happen, it will happen. Something so can happen. If, it will if happen. you're walking under a ladder enough times, something's gonna fall on your head at some stage. Yeah, exactly. So don't walk under fucking ladders. You exactly. Moron. <laughs> it's thought that walking under a ladder angers spirits, right. which I did say, but I didn't say. It was forbidden. It was taught it would anger spirits, so it was forbidden. And it would have been forbidden by the legislative or the pharaoh, or it would have been passed down. But see that fucker walking under that ladder going, fucking fuck him up. So you couldn't. It's it's not like, it wasn't like, I don't believe in it, so I'm going to do it. And these are the same people who It wasn't like, I'm going, I don't believe in it, so I'm going to do it. And this is the age You couldn't do it. And this is the ancient Egyptians who we discussed in part one, or in the fourth version of this podcast. It was also illegal for a poor person to own an umbrella. And wasn't it illegal for it to open it indoor because it, it, it enraged Ra? Yeah. I don't know. Weirdos. You, well, you know what? <laughs> they built pyramids, so I'm okay with them. Did they though? Yeah, they're dead. Nobody built the pyramids, they were landed there. Ah, uh, fuck off. <laughs> Go home and watch Stargate. <laughs> Apparently, it's bad luck 
to say God bless you to your cat or dog. Fuck you, man. That's all I have to say if you don't say God bless you to your cat or dog. Not that I'm religious. No. But. Gesundheit will do. Your cat or dog deserves a God bless you as much as anybody else in your house. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. Yeah, Everyone's, from, from now on, everyone is getting a dog bless you off me. <laughs> dog bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking everyone. Everyone who sneezes. I don't care. I'm just, dog bless you. Everyone's <laughs> going to get it. And if they look at me and go dog, and I go, yep. <laughs> everyone's getting a dog Tell bless you. a massive dog lover. I am as well. Animal actually, lover. In fairness. Oh, yeah, no, Dad loves his dogs, don't you, Dad? That's fucked like up. Like dogs, do you? That is, like dogs. <laughs> that's, that's a fucking terrible, terrible thing. What? Bad luck, someone saying bad luck. Bad luck to say God bless you, like. Don't say God bless you to your dog or cat. <laughs> and somebody might, it just might be a habit, the way mm. you say God bless you to yeah. everybody. Bless yeah. you, God bless you. And if your dog sneezes, someone lets off a bless you. I'd imagine it'd be pretty much bad luck in your house to tell you not to say God bless to your dog. You're leaving. Pick your fucking door because you're leaving. Pick a window. Pick a window. Yeah. Preferably an upstairs one. Fuck that. Totally differently. While sweeping with the broom, if you sweep the broom across someone's feet, apparently it embodies black magic and witchcraft. Wow. And I think that's why Mad used to always say feet up when. Would she be sweeping around the house? Well, no, she probably, she probably wanted you to fucking move your feet. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but I too, think yeah. this is a Middle Eastern thing. Okay. And I remember vaguely something about it and thinking, I can see why they'd be sweeping a broom across the floor so regularly because there'd be so much dust and sand, sand and all yeah, that kind yeah, of crap. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I think it's Middle Eastern. I could be wrong. But apparently if you sweep the broom across someone's feet, in it invokes black, black magic. magic. Yeah. Just fucking weird. And witchcraft. Okay. In 1584, it was taught if you take your cat with you when moving, it's considered bad luck. Why only in 1584? I don't care. <laughs> but I'm seriously getting pissed off at these yeah. fucking Abandon superstitions. Abandon your fucking animal. Jesus like. Christ. We're moving house. Leave the cat. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Is there any wonder witchcraft and black cats and all that kind of shit became so prevalent yeah. in the middle ages and the later the latter yeah Jesus. So, so many abandoned black cats running around the place yeah fucking awful that's that's seriously pissing me off yeah in japan it's normal to hide your thumbs inside your index and middle finger when passing a graveyard Okay, that goes back to your hand signal thingy as well. Then, yeah, it? and I really like this. And is that like, well, I say oh, is that like, you know, old school Irish people blessing themselves going past the graveyard? Nope. The thumb is considered the parent finger, inverted commas. Right. The parent finger of the hand. Right. So that's considered protecting your parents when you pass a graveyard. Oh, okay. And hide your thumbs. You're not getting me ma. Or me da. Yeah. But that's... That's, I think that's lovely. I think yeah. that's really nice. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great. And that goes right back to honour your father and mother, mother kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's a real honourable thing to do. I think yeah. it's great. That's I'm not going to start doing it. No. But I no. think it's lovely. I think it's really good. Yeah, but come here, listen. Nobody does honour and respect like the, the Japanese anyway. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Like they're just they? a great people. They're yeah. a great culture. Absolutely. Hiding your fingers, your thumbs, 
in your hand is offensive in Turkey, Russia and Indonesia and it's known as the fig. Right. So if if you do it in Japan passing a graveyard, it's respect in your family yeah. if you do it in Turkey. Yeah, if you do it in Turkey, Russia and Indonesia. You're pissing somebody off. Yeah. Because it's called the fig. Why I don't know the why. Fig, I, had, I went to school with a guy and when he made fists, because he, he was a, a sensational boxer, he was yeah. amazing. And he's supposed to tongue inside his fist. He I put his tongue before yeah. he did boxing. Yeah, he put his tongue inside his tongue. fist. Yeah. And then he, he was trained out of him when yeah. he started doing boxing. But yeah, but he was a great boxer. He was brilliant. Never sit at a table with 13 people. Because <laughs> one of them will fucking sell you for silver, is it? That's, that's what it is. It's related <laughs> to Jesus Christ. No way. Yeah. Jeez. I wouldn't worry about sitting at a table with 13 people. I'd worry about sitting at a table with a fucker who's counting his pieces of silver. Silver, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit. But yeah, so... so I've seen a really interesting myth it was a shitty movie. Uh, it was either Dracula 2000 or Dracula Reborn or something. They sound, both sound Some atrocious. Awful. It did get a cinema release. It wasn't straight to Good VHS, God. but it was that kind of. But the theory of this movie was that Judas was actually the first vampire. So if you remember, how did Judas die in the Bible? I don't fucking know. He committed suicide. He hung himself. All oh, right, okay. Right? So as his punishment, God made him immortal. Okay. He couldn't die. He couldn't show his face in the daytime because he would be recognised as, okay. as Judas. Yeah. And he was terrified of fucking crucifixes because okay. it, you know. Yeah, well, obviously somebody and, sat around a, a production table and, he, and he, meat. Yeah, and he could be killed by silver. Yeah, and they came up with this. Yeah. And, and they an went, yeah, that's plausible. It's an and interesting theory, though. Moderately I don't think Bram Stoker was anywhere on that when he invented Dracula, but I mean... Sounds terrible. Oh, it's an awful movie. movie. Awful Jesus. movie, but I just thought it was an interesting twist. It wasn't revealed at the very end of the movie that, you know, he was actually due to... Uh, it, was, it was a weird movie. I don't remember anything else about the movie, actually. just remember that twist. Yeah. I remember it being an awful that movie. That sounds terrible. So if anyone can remember what that movie is, it's also sad to yourself. No, let us know on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it does actually like recommend head which one it is, yeah. you know. I'm sure you can Google the information. I probably could. Yeah, yeah you could. You're just lazy. Effort. Yeah, okay, see. Okay, if you receive a knife as a gift, steak knife, hunting knife, yeah. fish knife, or whatever. Don't accept it. Fucking accept it. You're going you're gonna to offend the person giving it to you. Mm. But if you receive a knife as a gift... And it's not advisable to ever give a gift of a knife. Yeah. But be sure to mitigate the bad luck that's brought to you by receiving a knife or giving somebody a knife. By charging By giving it. a penny to the gifter. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that one before, actually. Um, yeah, when yeah. I was a kid, my mum, my auntie sent around a bunch of steak knives to the house. Mm. And my ma brought them home. And said, here, take that around to your auntie. And it was five cents. Right. And I was like, what? Five pence. Yeah. It was that longer. And mm. I was like, what? She was like, give that to your aunt. She'll know exactly what it's for. And I was like, I'm not fucking going around to give her a fucking five cent piece. Five cent piece. And she was like, no. She'll understand what it's for. And, and it got to the point of get out that door and bring it around to your auntie. So I did. I went around and she opened the door and I... I 
had this puzzled look on my face. Ma said, give me this. Ma said that round and she took it and she was delighted. And she was like, tell your mom, thanks very much. And I went back home and I was like, what the fuck? And my mom said, she gave us steak knives. Never gift anybody steak knives without them giving you a penny. And never take a gift of steak knives or any knives without giving them a penny. Because it's believed to sever the friendship. Oh, okay. that's the superstition, right? Jeez, that's mad. It's nuts, and it's mad how it's gained traction. Because my mom, my auntie, well, my auntie's probably a little superstitious, but my mom wouldn't be superstitious. Yeah, there's a lot of quite a, a lot of old traditions that are viewed as traditions, yeah. which are really just superstitions, but people take them so seriously. Like, yeah, it's mad. I don't. I don't understand that. I, just don't. I don't do superstitions. I do yeah. knock on wood, but I don't do I do knock on wood and I wear my lucky jersey and watch the match in the same chair every week, but that's it. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I moved though. once and I didn't wear my jersey and we lost in the European Cup final, so I ain't taking that chance again. <laughs> You're an idiot. You've got to read about how the universe works and that's not how it works, man. <laughs> I'm still blaming myself for that. If you use chopsticks... I do. I Never leave them standing in a bowl of rice. Oh, I've heard this one. I know yeah. this one. You know, I've been in restaurants where... I know where exactly why this one is. They've come out with a bowl of rice with my dish, whatever it was yeah, I ordered, yeah. with chopsticks stuck in it. Oh. Oh. I remember that happened once or twice. Oh, that's not nice. And I didn't go, what the fuck is this? That's it not didn't occur nice. to me. Oh, my but, God. Yeah. You're going to tell us why, aren't you? Yeah, of course I am. Mm. But don't leave them standing in a bowl of rice. Many people in China and Japan believe it too closely resembles incense sticks sticking out of a pile of ashes that yeah. used to be a person. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, you're saying you've had that happen to you in a restaurant. Was that brought out to you by a Chinese person? A server, yeah. An Asian server? Like? A, a Japanese restaurant, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a massive no-no. I, I don't know. That's not a massive no-no to me. That's no, but in their culture, it would be like a huge fucking faux pas to do that. Yeah, That's well, bizarre. there you go. They are now, folks. Or maybe I'm completely wrong. But yeah, no, I had definitely heard of that one before that. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not that bad to me. Anyway. Mm. As you know, I'm getting married next year. Yep. As well as being mad expensive and mad stressful and everything else. True that. Something else I've discovered in, you know... In organising the planet, do you have the superstitions around getting married? Like, oh, it's mad. I can, like, I remember, what is it, fucking something robbed, something new, something. Something yeah. old, something yeah, new, yeah, something yeah, bad, yeah. something blue, yeah, that's one I have here. Um, yeah, it's actually yeah. funny where that comes from, though, right? Something old, something new, something borrowed and something blue, as the saying goes, are all talismans meant to ensure a successful marriage from the get-go. In days gone by, something old was meant to ward off evil spirits. Okay. So that's why you wore something old on the day, was to keep the evil spirits away. Something new was a sign of the future, and a good, prosperous future. Something borrowed was for luck, and something blue showed loyalty to your future spouse. Which I know Lisa's going to be very surprised. When okay, are we talking blue as in colour? Yeah. Or are we talking, that's a bit blue, as in adult it material? It's a bit of both, so, I think, can't so, it? You yeah, know. yeah, no, it's interesting you say that, actually. But, uh, yeah, because I haven't thought of that. Yeah, yeah fucking, And you yeah. do often get it, you know, 
Jeez, can you imagine presents. rocking up to a wedding with a present? Here's your porn. Here's <laughs> <laughs> something blue. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. But um, it's interesting though because Lisa's bridesmaid's dresses are blue. So she's showing loyalty. Okay. Not sure that's why she picked it though. She just likes the colour. Yeah, so now it's just a great excuse to add something sentimental to your dress. Right. You know? Like something your own mother wore on our wedding day is quite popular now. So okay, and that might be something borrowed. Yeah. And something blue might be down to your interpretation of what blue is. Yeah. But something old, something new, does that mean somebody gives something old? Yes. So it's gifted? Yeah. yeah. Right. And something yeah. new is obviously a gift, a yeah. new gift as well. Yeah. Right. Exactly, right. Now, the big one there that um, I mentioned to you before, uh, remember when we had that really good weather? Two or three days and then it pissed rain the next day. When we had our season of summer? Yeah, and right. then it just pissed <laughs> three days. That, yeah. It was all over Facebook and everyone was saying, Who brought the bloody child of Prague in? Have you ever heard that myth about the I've, child of Prague? No. Right, I've right? heard of the term child of Prague. Right. I'm You know what it is? No. Right. Is it a picture one of those stupid holy pictures hanging on no, the wall? It's a statue. Right, of a little boy in like papal dress. With a crown and he has an orb and a scepter. Does he live in Prague? I'm assuming he's right, okay. some kind of a miraculous or saint from Prague. I don't know exactly okay. what the origin is. It's a it's a Catholic symbol anyway. Right. But anyway, the superstition goes that if you put the child of Prague outside on the night before your wedding, it guarantees a sunny day for the wedding. Okay. So what if somebody nicks it? What if you put it outside and somebody nicks it? Oh, that would have a serious who do now. Would it? Oh, you'd be inviting well, and what the fuck is a hoodoo? What's this hoodoo bullshit? You'd be inviting serious bad luck, like. For who? For the person who stole it. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Try the frag. Nah, Jeez, that's... You can't be stealing try the frag. Bullshit, man. You'd piss off baby that's Jesus. That's bullshit. That sounds to me like teenagers around Christmas time rubbing wreaths off graves and making those fucking... What are those things, particular things you hang in your door? Wreaths. Wreaths. Yeah. They're, they're Christmas wreaths. Yeah. But Robin, funeral wreaths. No way. Repurposing them as, and selling them for a tenner. No way. Yeah, you that. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. Scumbags. <laughs> Robin off graves. It's that's, a thing. That's horrible. Is it an entrepreneur or is it a scumbag? Well, well you, they're oh, usually yeah, the same yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, true enough, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're right, hang on now, we're both entrepreneurs. Nah, not me. Well, I was for a while. You were. You scumbag. Failed entrepreneur. Failed entrepreneur. I was too nice. Carrying the bride over the threshold, yeah? In American rom-coms, the groom was regularly seen carrying the bride over the threshold of their room. Bumps her head on the, the, the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, frequently, yeah, yeah. The reason behind this, however, is not just because the bride is in bits from our stilettos. It's to ward off evil spirits. Lurking below, seeking to pounce on the new bride. Okay. That's one theory. Okay. The other one being that it was in in the Middle Ages. It was to suggest that the bride wasn't exactly enthusiastic. You know, the chaste and virgin bride wasn't exactly enthusiastic about uh, going to the marital bed. So she was carried there. Yeah. Okay, that's very misogynistic. You know, yeah, but no, it's more not misogynistic in a way that it's protecting the bride's reputation. Like she wasn't mad for it, you know. You know, that's she very had to be fucking tenuous. Taken to the bed. She no, wasn't, uh, she wasn't willing, so she had to be carried there. Not even willing. Get the fuck out no, of here, man. No, but it's more to do with you know she wasn't jumping into the bed going, "Let's go." 
That's not the way I'd interpret that at all. Yeah, no, that's I, I thought it was more beach over the head and carry that's, that's brutal. That's like yeah. caveman yeah. dragging woman home by the hair bullshit. Yeah. Well, I won't be carrying my bride awful. anywhere, not on my back. That's Jesus, not awful. a chance. Now, the ring finger. The, yeah. The third finger on your left hand. Yeah. Do you know why that's the finger that they use? No. Right, it's not just because it's more comfortable or you know people prefer it. It's actually... In the old days, they used to believe that there was a vein running through that finger straight to your heart. Okay. So it's, you know. Jesus, people were really stupid, weren't they? I know, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, so it's closer to your heart. I think it's quite nice, though. It's a nice <laughs> one. The bride being late. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I was at a wedding in a foreign country. And my friend stood, like they're, they're both my friends, but he stood at the altar. Mm. And his best man left him and sat down. And it was the, you're waiting on your own, man. It was a, a choreographed thing. Right. I don't know whether she planned to be late or it's just fashionable lateness. Mm. But the groom, sorry, the best man stepped away from the groom because it was his moment to wait. So it was a thing. Okay. And I was standing up there. I was standing up there. I was standing there going, Jesus fucking hell and he was obviously shitting himself you yeah. could see him planking it but there was no doubt she was going to turn up like mm. it was yeah, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a uh oh clock's taken where is she yeah, yeah, it, yeah. she was going to turn she up he was just anxious it, it was yeah. just the anxiety well it's yeah. interesting you say that because that's kind of like it is considered good luck for the bride yeah. to be even one minute late you know it's kind of traditional or whatever but there's actually a logical and rational reasoning for it as well yeah it's traditionally the as you've just said there the groom is waiting on the bride right to lead her into her future blah blah whatever and um, so it's basically just choreography it's to make sure that the groom has his shit together okay. that he's there right okay whereas if she arrives a little bit early and he's not even ready yet you've got a bit of a faux pas so yeah that's why the bride goes late it's just to make sure the groom's man is in position and everything's all right. Okay. And we're ready to go. All yeah. right. So there you go. Now, this is an interesting one, actually. This is what I'm probably going to do myself, because we were actually just talking about this the other day. Many couples opt to put the top tier of their wedding cake in the freezer for a year and tore it out on their wedding anniversary and eat the cake on their wedding anniversary. That's kind of nice. No. Well, keep for a year I'm not saying it's not nice. I'm saying that's the first I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new one. I mean, it could be quite um, an American one. Although this is an six months, website. six months into it, you're going looking in the freezer, looking oh. for room, going, there's that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's grand to have a big chest freezer, I suppose you can leave it in the bottom. But um, yeah, no, it's kind of nice though. Or you just get one of those fruit cakes that keeps forever anyway. Or just buy another cake the day before the bleeding anniversary. Ah, it's not the same, though, is it? It's not the same. It's, it's... Now, this one is interesting. You know when they say that the bride shouldn't start it? Sorry, the groom shouldn't see the bride on the night before the wedding. Yeah. Again, going back to the Dark Ages or the Middle Ages, there's a reason for that. And that was, you know, back in those days, it was a lot of arranged marriages and, you know, uh, dowries and yeah, things yeah. like that. So when the deal was done, you know, when the... And it was a deal. Dowry, yeah. That's my whole fucking problem yeah. with the whole superstition. And it was thing. often that the couple hadn't even met. 
Yeah. So they wouldn't allow them meet before the wedding in case one of them said, I'm not fucking marrying that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they weren't allowed to see each other at all before the wedding and then they would meet at the altar in front of everybody and it'd be too embarrassing to say no. Fucking hell. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? That's nuts. nuts. And they've got yeah. reality TV shows on that now. Yeah. Married at first sight. I know, yeah. It's crazy. And, uh, I, what's the other one? The 60 Day Fiancé or the 90 Day Fiancé I watched none of them yeah. at all. And when there's... And up next is that it's turning the fucking thing off. Turn it over or turn it off or leave the room. Yeah, no, I don't want any of that stuff. No. I actually got a... Doesn't do anything for me. Flicking through the day and Catfish was on on MTV. I've heard of Catfish. No, I've not, haven't seen MTV since they I know, stopped yeah, playing music. No, I haven't either. Like, I mean, MTV celebrated 40 years there recently. Thanks for the 14 years of music. Yeah, MTV <laughs> is bullshit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this thing Catfish did actually grab me attention though. Basically what they do is... If, have you heard of catfishing on Yeah. Right, so it's where you're talking to someone online and it's not who who they pretend yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. So basically, a camera crew will go and expose this person for who they are or whatever, right? But it was a guy and a girl and um, she had used old photographs. It wasn't even that it wasn't photographs of herself. It was just older photographs. And they have basically been in, a, in an online um, relationship for about two years. And she kept avoiding the whole meeting in person thing, you know. So eventually, he he kind of got sus and he got on the catfish, you know. And they went and they kind of, you know, he went with the camera crew to confront her. And it had been a girl who was in a pretty serious car accident, right? Yeah. She had almost died. The guy driving the car had died. Her mental health suffered terribly. She put on a fair bit of weight. She wasn't disgustingly obese or anything like that. She yeah. put on a fair bit of weight. Just obese would have been good enough to say yeah, you didn't yeah, have to no, say disgustingly. No, no, like, yeah. like there wasn't anything wrong yeah, with yeah. this girl, right? There really wasn't. She was a quite an attractive, nice girl. She didn't look like she did in the photographs. Your man wanted nothing, nothing to do with her. Just completely free. So shallow, so fucking on the surface. Like, that's not what you look like in your photographs. I do not want to see you again. Yeah. I don't ever want to speak to you again, like. Talk about being shallow, like. And this is the guy that's been talking to her on the phone and knows all of her personal stuff that she's been through. And he was a great friend to her through all that. Yeah. But because she didn't look like the thing that he had in his head, you know, the sexual attraction, whatever, he just didn't... That's just indicative of society it, today. It's disgusting. I felt like, but yeah, the whole catfish thing where like, they were on his side and how she lied and how she... You know, and she fucking deceived him and all that. Yeah. And it's just so fucking shallow. Yeah, that's just him. Like, she's still the exact same person. And she said that, like, everything I told you was true. Everything I said to you yeah. was true. I'm that exact person, except I don't look like that anymore. Sounds to me like you watched the whole show. Uh, yeah, I... Yeah, about half an hour of it or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but it was no. like, that's a half hour of your life, you're yeah, not going to go back. I didn't see the whole kind of, you know, the early story bit. I just literally turned around where they were driving up to our house with the camera crew. But they kind of went back over. Yeah, then, yeah. Know? And then they went back and visited him three months later. And he had spoken to her on the phone once or something in that three months, but he wasn't... Fuck him. He wasn't, yeah, exactly. Like, fuck, fuck him. him. If you're listening fuck to this miraculously yeah. and you're the guy that was in that show you're an fuck asshole fuck you buddy you're an asshole she's better than you ever deserved yeah fuck so, you man and yeah. if you're listening to this and you're that girl fair play to you yeah fuck much me. love yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I hope you find happiness yes yeah. don't step on a crack 
where you fall and break your back. Yeah. Are you aware of that? I am. The kids still do, yeah. Do they? Not the second part. Just don't step on a crack. But uh, you did not. What, and what happens if you step on a crack if you're one of the kids? Is it? Not bad luck, I don't know. Well, that's what it is. I mean, if you fall it's and break like your back. It's like the floor is lava, you know, that kind of one. Well, that was just a game. I know, yeah. That was just a game where you wreck your parents' furniture. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't step on a crack or you fall and break your back. That goes back a couple of hundred years at least, I'd say. Like, everybody did it. And it's, okay, it's bleak or you fall and break your back. It's pretty bleak. But it used to be, it's, there's a version of it, don't step on a crack or you break your mother's back. Yeah. So, I mean, it was utter fear to the point where people might walk down the street just to avoid, which is probably where hopscotch came from. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jumping over the fucking yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to jump into the solid numbers. Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Lines. So, yeah, yeah that's just come to Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe it didn't. That's interesting. So, both outcomes are pretty bleak. It's your back or it's your mother's back. Mm-hmm. And it's never your dad's back. So, <laughs> fucking Maz just have a terrible time of it. Yeah. But if you believe the superstition and you live in Ireland, you are fucked well, because yeah, everything is cracked over here. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. nightmare. I, I was scooting down here every day. It's a nightmare. I was walking down, I was working on a, in a production office up on Bagger Street and I was going down to get my bus one day and there was what I found out were a German couple. And that my mom and dad's age, German couple, right? And they were over visiting and she walked and she tripped over a curb stone in the middle of the path that was up, that could have been relayed at some point and just wasn't. And she tripped midway through, say, her right leg coming out. So she, her, her mid stride, she snagged her legs, so her standing foot was right beside the one that tripped. Right, so she and she couldn't catch herself. Back. And she hit the ground and hopped her face off the ground. And I, I went over, I was passing by, and I went over, and I had a packet of tissues on me. Um, he didn't speak a word of English, and she probably did, mm-hmm. but she was flat in her face. Yeah. yeah. And he helped pick her up, and I handed him a tissue, and I indicated she hit her face off the ground mm-hmm. and he, he nodded and she got up and she was streaming blood from her nose and from her mouth just because of the state of the pavement so if you do believe that superstition and i got wildly off track there <laughs> don't step on a crack or you fall and break your back in ireland you are fucked yeah you're yeah. better off not believing that yeah or you fall and break your nose yeah so yeah ireland's walkways are not no what they should be Shall yeah say? let's yes. say yeah 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 that superstition has origins as recently as the late 19th century early 20th centuries so let's just be let's just be safe and say it's a hundred years old it's obviously not it's obviously much older than that in the late even now but in the late 19th century early 20th century racism was rife in society still is more than it is now like more than it is now, yeah, but, we're but there, it's though. it's really we're really bad. There. I'm not saying now is good, no, but it was really bad then. But yeah. it was unapologetically racist. Society was unapologetically racist, and it was front and center then. Yeah. I mean, there, there's an undercurrent now. I'm not I'm not condoning it. 
I'm not saying not. it's better. It's getting, as you were saying, getting back to as bad as it was. Yeah, and it's not yet more as bad as it was. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was. Stuff, it was. Allowed to take root. It's actually frightening. It was much, much worse then. And they, know, yeah. then they were building up. Not segregation and stuff. If like not, the Jim Crow era. Yeah. Jim, yeah. That, well, I, I used to think that was some guy in politics in a position of power called Jim Crow legislated all these fucking things that were, were against black people. Yeah. He was a fucking performer. Yeah. yeah. He was a performer who did blackface That's right, as a, yeah. a, a theatre thing. Yeah, yeah. And then loads of people Back started doing it. And it was okay that, yeah. to do that. Like, yeah. and if you go online and you look up the origins of blackface and stuff like that. And I watched a documentary about it ages ago and I was fucking in shock. Yeah, that's But horrible. so many stars of the silver screen did that. Yeah. It was fucking shocking. And you know your woman, she was the, the uh, she was the black mother in the film. I can't remember now. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Mammy Ma's favorite movie, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, that's yeah. what, yeah. Mammy, the woman who played Mammy yeah. in Gone with the Wind, got the Oscar for that. That's right. But she wasn't allowed into the auditorium, that's if that's right. what you want to call it, yeah. to receive the Oscar. And that's she received right. it in a room in the back. Yeah. And at the later stages, as far as I remember, she was allowed into the back of the auditorium. Yeah. But they were segregated from... The white Wasn't that people. rectified a number of years later where they actually... I don't give a fuck if it was... I don't give a... No, she was given the Oscar away. Yeah, like, no, but what I mean In is the crowd. It was and, and they might have. Many years later, you know, she was an old woman at this stage. I, they brought her in, they gave her her mom, but that doesn't make up I don't that. give a bollocks no, if they did it the next day yeah. and got everybody back in, yeah. in their seats, in their dresses, it's in their suits. Disgusting. That's fucking gross. That's yeah. brutal. What was the thing like that as well with John Wayne and the Indian... Sorry, Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando uh, was given the Oscar and he wasn't there to accept it. And in his place was a Native American woman who got up and spoke about the way Native Americans are portrayed in cowboy films. That's what it was, yeah. How wrong it is yeah. and the, those fucking savages, you know, yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Here come the savages with their arrows and their fucking yeah. war hammers and yeah. or war axes. Tomahawks. Tomahawks and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And apparently John Wayne had to be restrained at the side because he wanted yeah. to go up and fucking fuck her up, break yeah. her face. Yeah, he was a racist piece of shit. He, he was, was a horrible racist. I've never, after I saw that and after I read about it, yeah. I, I never watched and have never watched another John Wayne movie. I don't like his movies. And anyway, I used so. to watch the John Wayne movies because my dad used to love them. Yeah, my dad used to love them. Um, my dad passed away in 2010. Right. So I used to watch it just, I've been doing you know, that a bit yeah, with a nostalgia movies. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. But I was, I, I apologize to my dad. I said, Sorry, dad, not watching that prick again. I can't watch him. And no, that's it. No. no. I was never a fan of him. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Okay. So, Gone with the Wind. And it was all fucked up. And we got there from don't step on a crack yeah. or you break your mother's back. And how racist society was in late 19th, early 20th centuries. The right. version of it then was step on a crack and your mother will turn black. Oh my God. Isn't that fucking deplorable? That is horrible. Or step on a crack, your baby 
will be black. Oh my Isn't God. that fucking awful? It is. And that's like to, to, to kids, you know? Yeah, but even thinking back to our own childhood, we had things like gollywogs and everything and we didn't think twice about it. Do you know what I mean? And that's, it's mad, like, you know, just like people say, oh, everything's gone woke. About fucking time. Like. Yeah, it should never have been, it should never have gotten to the stage where things do need to be woke. Yeah. It's yeah, fucking absolutely. awful. The, there was, what was that ice cream sandwich bar you used to get? Was it a gollywog? It was a gollywog. It was a gollywog, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an iceberger now, but it was a gollywog, yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. a black face. Yeah. And not a black person's face. There's no, a black so face, black face logo on minstrel. the front of it. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I know, yeah. <laughs> and there were those sweets, those minstrel sweets. Yeah. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely normal. Fucking Completely nuts. Normal, yeah, it's... I mean, like, that's, that's what they mean when they talk about institutionalised racism. Like, yeah. It's just a normalisation of yeah. being bastards, you know? Yeah. Anyway. I fucking hate white people. Did not even be talking yeah. about racism when I came in here. Well, there you go. Oh, just for clarity on Dell's last statement there, he is in fact white. Yeah, very it's okay white. It's for him to say that. <laughs> it mightn't be okay, but I fucking hate them. And I hate the way they act, and I hate the way... Everything is white privilege and all that kind yeah, of bullshit. Yeah. It's Bollocks. fucking awful. Bollocks. Yeah, fucking bullshit. So after all that bullshit, fuck all racists and all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. there were other variations of don't step on a crack or you'll fall and break your back, your mother's black, baby's black. Yeah, all horrible that kind of bullshit. Yeah. So in the mid 20th century, it was common to tell children if they stepped on cracks on the pavement. They'd fall through them. They'd be eaten by bears waiting around the next corner. <laughs> it didn't even rhyme. Yeah, no, Don't step on a crack was, or you're going to be eaten by a bear yeah. waiting for you around the next no, corner. No, but the one we used to get was, yeah, if you step on a crack, you'll fall through it. Well. I remember that one. There was, yeah, that, that's that's a We have some pretty big cracks in Ireland. So yeah, yeah, we do. We have more cracks than pavement. We've got another version. all the way to Australia. Yet another version stipulated the amount of bone your mother broke in her back was directly associated with the amount of cracks in the pavement you stood on. <laughs> fucking, isn't that... It's all bizarre. Like. Yeah, isn't that fucking weird? Who Super. Like? I, I have no idea. And, like, I think it's somebody with the same mindset as... And we'll get into it in a while, but the same sociopathic mindset of the Greek guy I'm going to tell you about yeah, later on yeah. it's fucking nuts but yeah it's it's that same person and you'll be able to see how they, they associate with each other so as you were saying the underworld there was also a belief that cracks in the pavement led directly to the underworld yeah you fall down the crack yeah, yeah. the thing was stepping on the crack would release the demons it wasn't you falling into the underworld, oh, yeah. which I like much better than the idea of demons getting out from the underworld. Yeah, yeah. The whole underworld thing. It's I think very Ghostbusters, isn't yeah. it? I think it's brilliant. I think it's great. Or Ghostbusters too. Do you, do you remember the Haypenny Bridge had uh, slats across it, wooden slats? Jesus, now that you mention that I do. There you go. Oh, wow. Do you remember that? And we used to have that. we walk. I don't know. But I remember... I remember walking across it and the the perception of 
of the depth perception because the wood would obviously be moving quicker as you stepped across it because yeah. it was just beneath your feet. Yeah, yeah. But it was 20 feet to the water below and there was a vertigo thing about it because there was a difference in speed yeah. in the same direction you're looking. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Yeah, it yeah. was, yeah, it was weird. But this yeah, they replaced it with like tarpaulin solid, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. the fuck it was. Yeah. Jesus, I used to... I used to think there were monsters living under the bridge because of the slats and they could reach up and grab kids. I was convinced of it. And after they got rid of the slats and made a normal, a normal footbridge, a safer footbridge, I felt sorry for the monsters because I wonder where they went. I was that young. I was like, they've nowhere to fucking go now. They've nobody to eat. Are you taking me right back there? Yeah. That's mad. So I don't remember. It, it was, it, what was it, 70s? It must have been 70s. Well, I was only born in was, 78, so I'm going to say the 80s because I do remember maybe early having 80s. the wooden slats. Because I was yeah. young enough to be very, and it wasn't that I was scared of walking over them that I might fall through. It was when I got started from either side and getting to the other side. It was that's where they lived. They didn't live under the middle of the bridge. They yeah. lived in the dark recesses that I couldn't peer into. Yeah, yeah. And that's really fascinating because that used to be a toll bridge. So yeah, that's right. There would have been a guard standing on either yeah, side. Yeah, they charged people a fucking halfpenny to walk across that piece across. of shit. Fuck Yeah, well, it was either that or walk probably two miles to the next yeah. bridge. You know? Yeah. Well, not two miles, but it was all the way up. Yeah, like there's like not bridges that have been built since yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but yeah it's so fucking the heaping your bridge there you go and if, you, if you're not from ireland and you don't know what we're talking about have a look on google for the heaping your bridge i'll throw a photograph up on the facebook do Beautiful you bridge. try and find a, a picture bridge. of the old version of the yeah bridge. I, I will do yeah like that might yeah. take some googling but see oh, if yeah. you can find it yeah. You might find something on Pinterest or something like yeah that. i'm sure will yeah. Be, yeah try and find something that's mad but yeah, speaking of pennies Speaking of pennies, the look of finding a penny on the street. Buy the penny, pick it up, and all day long you'll have a penny. You'll have good luck. Oh, that's that's. <laughs> oh, there was a girl I was in art college used to always say that. Find a penny, find a penny, pick it up, and all day long you'll have a penny. <laughs> she was funny. right. Yeah. It's an ancient superstition, and it has origins in cultures from Italy end of Europe, mm-hmm. over to England, end of Europe, and all the way across to the Americas. So it's kind of false it's, colonization. It's everywhere. But the, though, the, yeah. the, and there's nothing to do with the look of finding a penny. And there may have been luck involved in it, but it was believed that a penny or a coin was a token sent by a god to those whom he favoured. There's those gods again. Yeah. All these superstitions are, yeah, uh, but, a lot but, of them. It was from it's the it's the worth and value of the metal that the penny was made from. So you know that's where the luck comes from. Yeah, exactly. If I fifty quid, I'm looking at. I was just about to say. I wonder at what point the value of the found coin changed from luck to cha-ching. You know, because if you found the coin, if if you find a coin, like when you look at a, a coin, ask anybody. Which side is head, which side is tails? And they'll probably be able to tell you. Heads or tails. So if you found a coin that was heads up, it was yours and it was sent to you by a god 
right. who favoured you more than anybody and that's why you found it. Okay. If you found a coin that was tails up, right. you flip it over and leave it there for, for the, the next, next person. person to find. Because, it was meant for because tails was meant to be bad luck. And if you took it, if you might fuck this shit, and took the coin, and took the coin, it was bad luck. You got bad luck. So the whole thing of the coin being sent by gods to whom they favoured, if it was tails up, it wasn't meant for you. And you don't take it. And you you flip it over and leave it for the next person. person And again, the point I made, I wonder at what point the level of value of yeah. that coin had the person go fuck that uh, shit yeah. and just take it oh there's a lovely gold f- sovereign is that the right word yeah there's a lovely be. gold sovereign oh but it's tails up i yeah. have to leave it for the next person bollocks yeah <laughs> it's going in your pocket but yeah so they would have there would have been a point where people weren't picking up coins <laughs> now if you're walking down the street with somebody i'm still the same now like if you see five cents on the ground now you're not picking it up though do you know what i mean why why? It's five cent. See, that's... that's Would you pick up five cent? That's indicative. of. The, I'd pick it up and I'd throw it. Like, if you look outside any shop, there's usually a bucket that's there constantly for coins, for hospices and stuff like yeah. that. I would pick it up and I'd probably pick a penny up too. And when I pass that thing, I drop all my coppers oh, in fair there. Play. Fair play. So yeah. I might be the old man... Look at that scabby old bastard. Has nothing to eat, so he's picking up coins. That's picking them up to drop them in these bins. What I do now is, you know, if I'm getting change, that's in coins. And I mean, sometimes like you're talking two euro or more sometimes. I just say to them in the shop, throw it in the box. I throw it in the box myself. Yeah. And that's not distrust of other people. I just know where it's going if I put it there. Yeah. So it's kind of distrust of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably generally your point. Your point. Yeah, I so usually see them do it anyway. I mean, they have it in their hand, they put their hand at me, they're just throwing the box there. And they throw it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the same thing, I suppose, but it wouldn't be picking up. Yeah, it wouldn't dawn on me to pick up coins like that and throw them into the box. I absolutely would. I'd like, I don't like carrying around small coins. I don't like that jingle jangle in your pocket. That's what I'm saying. That's why I. It's not even that much of a kind of charity thing. Like, it is, obviously. I like to do me for charity, but it's it's as much to do with I don't want to coins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's the kind of appeal of those charity boxes. That's why they collect coins, because a lot of people don't want a load of coins in their pocket. You know? It could be. So, yeah, it's, I don't, as I said, like the jingle jangle, but I have a jar at home that I drop coins into. Yeah. That yeah. goes into those Charity bins or baskets or whatever you want to call them. You saying that if I passed a fight and so I wouldn't pick it up, I probably would. Okay, it's gone play. somewhere, but yeah. I probably would. Yeah. Fair play. So I looked like that. Old scabby show. Good yeah. man, aren't you? Nah. Ah, yeah. Right. In ancient cultures, the Romans, the English, the U.S., as I said, where where this penny superstition was was kind of ubiquitous. It yeah, was yeah. everywhere. The beliefs over metals and coppers, their coins, had a sacred significance. Right. So, as I was saying, it was by a god that favoured the person that the coin was left for. And if it's tails up, it's not for you. You flip it over. You're going to have me going around now when I see five cent coins looking to see if their heads or tails. Now you know that, right? 
I can't remember the last time I looked at a coin to see whether it was heads or tails. You can have me doing it all the time now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm well. Flipping them over or picking them up based on what's on it. <laughs> but I'm not superstitious now, not at all. <laughs> so, yeah, you're more superstitious than you believe, buddy. I know, yeah. Those coins, those of, of sacred significance, were associated with prosperity and good fortune whereas lots of pennies today are more closely associated with prosperity and good fortune than that little penny that you found when yeah. you were living in the age of the Roman Empire or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we kind of have the same thing. We've just kind of multiplied it by a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky horseshoes. Do you have one of them or have you ever no, had one I mean, of them? I mean, my grandmother King would have had a couple of them up in the in the kitchen hanging on the wall. Or, what way? Uh, with the shoe part, the loop part up. Yeah, so it's it's closed, all the good luck is falling out. Oh, okay. Right, now, and there, there are variations on that. It's not that she had bad luck. In some legends, the downturned horseshoe, and you're talking about the upturned, upturned horseshoe. horseshoe yeah. The downturned horseshoe is hung Catching on walls and especially in doorways. And it catches the good luck, does it? No, like it's it's no? it's got good luck in it. It stops oh, okay. the luck falling out. Oh, okay, so that's what some there. people leave. And if you there's on the Discovery Channel, there's yeah, this gold good. hunters and gold oh, actually, diggers. Yeah, no, now that you mentioned it, yes, it would have been down toward. I'm trying to okay. think of it. Yeah, that would have been down toward. Yeah. yeah. No, I think. I think. Mad. There you go. Anyway. Like that. So the crescent form of the horseshoe was directly linked. To the moon goddess of ancient Europe, there Artemis, 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 who we've talked and about Diana. Diana was conflated with with Artemis, and eventually became more popular, much to probably you the chagrin of yeah. Artemis. But yeah. Diana became more popular. You know what I think is bizarre though about this whole podcast. What that no matter what subject we decide to do. The gods end up coming into it. I think that's, that's, not, that's not about, that's not this podcast, that's society. Yeah, it's just mad. <laughs> yeah, that's the world we live in. Yeah, man. it is. All these gods, so they have it, fingers in every pie. So, directly linked to the moon goddesses, Artemis and Diana. In particular, her sacred vulva James. was worshipped. I know. I guess that became the sacred womb when organized religion got around to claiming it because yeah, it yeah. was less graphic. Yeah. It's 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 the human form. It it's is, a human yeah, female yeah. form. Yeah. But I guess it was just too graphic it's too on the for, nose. for yeah, organized yeah. religion. Yeah. yeah we were like, so we, we don't like that. Yeah. yeah. Keep it on the inside. So yeah, maybe vulva was too vulgar for wrinkly old fuckers to think about. Yeah. Without having heart attacks and killing themselves. So they had to change it to a sacred womb. So I don't know. That's my theory. Maybe that's where it came from. I think you're right. In most of Europe, the horseshoe is hung in the downward position. Right. The downward horseshoe yeah. that catches the look, right. that holds the look in. Yeah, yeah. Except in Ireland. Oh, okay. Except in Ireland, England and the US, who prefer it to hang in the upward position. Hmm. It's wreck of my head now trying to think what maybe Nanny had her. I'm sure it was downward. If you're saying in Ireland it's more upward, then it's probably upward. I don't fucking know. But here's it's the a thing. Long time ago. It was over the doorway and... Yeah, that's where she had it, yeah. 
The doorway between the sitting room and the kitchen. It was over a doorway and that was, it's not that the, the person walks through look, but the doorway was considered walking into the embrace of, look, of yeah. Diana. Okay. You know, the goddess that kind of yeah. superseded and um, elbowed out of the nest, Artemis. Artemis, and, yeah, then, yeah. And, and then in popular culture became Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, no, it yeah. did. Maybe that's I've why been watching DC movies this week, guys. Okay, so yeah. Just... Well, the less, less mic time Paul gets, the better. Back <laughs> off. Yeah. I like anyway. Them. Better than Marvel. An Irish tale, and this is phenomenal. An Irish tale of the horseshoe goes. One day, a blacksmith was working hard at the forge when the devil appeared before him. Don't give away anything because this is fantastic. I've heard this. Come on. Yeah. The blacksmith, recognizing the devil instantly, nailed a burning horseshoe, a burning hot horseshoe to the devil's hoof, yeah. one of his hooves. How he did that, I don't fucking know. I think he probably nailed the burning hot horseshoe to the devil's hoof after the devil appeared and was sitting cross-legged <laughs> as he just popped in to have a fucking chat yeah. and he got assaulted by this guy with a hot hoof and a fucking hammer. Anyway, he was in excruciating agony. The devil ripped the shoe from his hoof, swearing He'd never ever wear a horseshoe again and promptly disappeared. And that's where the look came from. Okay. Isn't that nuts? Are you warding off the devil with it, basically? Apparently. Here we go. Apparently you are, but that's fantastic. I think that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That is really good. So that's where they think hanging a horseshoe became good luck. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm not sure if it, and they've all, they all look worn, but is it a horseshoe that was changed from a horse or is it a horseshoe that was forged and never used on a horse or is it a horseshoe I think it's that was, is it a horseshoe that, that was thrown by a horse? Yes, that's usually what it is. There's not much fucking luck to be had in a, a horse throwing a horseshoe. I know, yeah. You know, that's fucking that's disaster. That's apparently what it is though. It is usually a thrown one, yeah. Anyway. I just, I mean, typically... It would be a found horseshoe, as opposed to one that you know that that you purchased. That's still so you're more likely that's still to find, that it was thrown. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. you're more likely, you're more likely to have found a thrown one. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not going out and buying a horseshoe. Often. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm. Where's the look to be had in finding a horseshoe that was thrown by a horse? That's potentially an accident, man. Yeah, true. You know. Well, somebody's somebody's well, riding a horse down that. the road and that's it, it. it was lucky for you you weren't riding it yeah it throws a horseshoe then it probably the rider. the jockey yeah, too yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah fuck that shit interestingly and I love these points interestingly the number of holes a horseshoe has isn't arbitrary no it's not a horseshoe's hoof is nailed with seven nails through seven holes yeah Seven is a revered number in cultures across the world for its frequency in natural life. Right. Like it's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. There are seven continents. There are seven seas. There's seven colors in a rainbow. There's seven days in a week. Ancient Rome was built on seven hills. Yeah. The ancient Greeks worshipped the seven-headed hydra. This did my 
fucking nut. <laughs> this was amazing. This ancient Greeks worshipped the seven-headed hydra, yeah? Yeah. So did the Aztecs. It was the same deity. Right. What? That doesn't blow you away? Yeah, it does. How did it spread from one to the other? Fucking ancient Greeks all the way across South America. Yeah, that's The mad. same deity. Yeah. Chicomacuatl. I remember him. He was the chocolate nope. guy. Chicomacuatl. Oh. They were all, um, they all had the coatl. Oh, name on the end okay, of it, well, and I could be pronouncing it wrong. And if I am, I apologize, but I don't speak. It. But Chicomacuatl was the goddess of nourishment. Her name, Chicomacuatl, who was worshipped by the Aztecs, which scientists have found is the same deity as the one worshipped by the ancient Greeks. Her name translated into English means seven snakes. Okay, so that's fucking mind blowing. Yeah. So, are we saying that there's possibility these gods are real? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying that fucking blew my mind. Yeah, that's awesome. Breaking a mirror means seven years of bad luck. We all know that. We've yeah. all heard that. And even if you're not superstitious. And that one's true. Even if you're not superstitious. That one is true. It's not. It is. It it's absolutely not. is. It fucking isn't. It is. I broke a mirror about 20 years ago and she still hasn't let me forget about it. Okay. <laughs> That was a joke, was it? That's terrible. It's <laughs> awful, know. man. I know. Breaking a mirror means seven years of bad luck. Every And you've all heard this and you've either repeated it when you've seen someone break a mirror. Mm. Oh, or yeah, absolutely. You've heard someone repeat it, but I mean, it's, it's mm. everywhere and everybody says it, even if they're not superstitious. The origins of this appear to be about 2,000 or 2,700 years ago. In Greek and Roman societies, a reflection in a pool or in polished metal was believed to have mysterious powers. Okay. You know, and they, they would have believed in like the gods and yeah, they, yeah. they Greeks would have had who Zeus and all those. Yeah, wasn't fucking... one of the gods gave one of the what's the what's it called the half human half god to the, the demigods, isn't it? The ones that go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did one of the gods gift one of them a mirror? Something. Oh, we went through that. That was Athena. Yeah, they were able to see. That was Athena. Into gave it to Perseus. Perseus. That's yes. him. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Go back and listen to that episode, everybody. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. The Greeks believed that a person's reflection revealed their soul. So kind of like the Native Americans when cameras first came around and they believed were believed to steal their souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Romans believed it was a way for the gods to observe mortals on earth. That's and in some of that's the, what I was thinking of. In some right, of the movies the I've seen the, the Jason and the Argonauts or whoever yeah, the fuck it was. That's what it was. You'd see Zeus or whoever it was looking into the mirror, mirror. and watching To see what's up to on earth. Yeah. yeah that's exactly watching, what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. That's that was it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. But anyway, so they didn't kinda lick it off a rock when they were no. writing that story. They no, they kinda went into legend and folklore and they found that this shocked me this disgusted me this this is fucking awful and i know it's a legend and there's no truth to it but somebody wrote this this came from somebody's mind when they dreamed up this story and i was like what the fuck this it's like a, a an ancient greek or ancient roman sociopath <laughs> fucking nuts okay in greek legend narcissus a hunter from Thespia was the most 
desirable man in the world. And you know what Tespia was really famous for? Actors. Well, yeah. Theatre. Theatre. Theatre, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, worth the yeah, word, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tespian comes from. Tespians. Yeah. Okay, I'll never forget that now. In, in the gnome world, he was the most desirable man in the gnome world. He was... In his own head, he was anyway. Well... Narcissism. Well, narcissism. that's where narcissism comes yeah, from. Yeah. But apparently he was. That's the legend okay. that somebody wrote that he was. Okay? Right. So, remember Narcissus, right? Mm. Narcissus was the best looking guy on the planet. Yeah, yeah. According to legend mm. and himself. Yeah. Okay? And that's where narcissism, all that came from. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hera, the queen of the gods and wife of Zeus was totally enraptured listening to Echo, a mountain nymph and an amazing conversationalist. So she could talk the hind legs of a donkey. Right. Right. And she was amazing to listen to. And you were just captivated by what she was saying. And that was Hera at the moment. While she was captivated by what Echo was saying, Zeus was having a threesome with two other mountain nymphs. Jesus. He was Christ. a philandering fucker. I know, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Flatter the gods, you know, it's yeah. a privilege, isn't it? Well, so he was having his way with two other mountain nymphs. Realizing what Zeus was at, but not being able to do squat about it because he's the king of the gods. Yeah. Hera lost the plot with Echo, the mountain nymph. She blamed her for it. Well, yeah, the gods seem to have. A habit of doing this, don't they? Yeah, because yeah. they fucking did it to. I can't take it out on who I want to take it out on, so I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna somebody. blame you. Yeah. yeah. So go back and listen to the whole Medusa episode yeah. if you don't know what we're talking about, but it's nuts. Yeah. But anyway, so she. In lost short, all the Greek gods were bastards. Yeah, they were. She lost the plot with Echo because Echo was distracting her, and Zeus was having a threesome while she was looking the other way. Right. Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Because she was busy with Echo, Zeus thought, here's my chance. Yeah, yeah. So he went off and he was he was doing his bit while his wife was in the kitchen talking to somebody else. Yeah. Not that kind of way? Yeah. Okay. For Echo's deception, Hera took her away her ability to talk. Which is, you know, it's been struck her. dumb. Being struck dumb yeah. is bad in itself. But, but for someone who's but a fantastic for somebody, orator. Yeah. Who's a great orator and conversationalist, and yeah. it's kind of the core of her being, yeah. kind of thing. But is there then a thing it's really like, bad. Are we looking at that myth in the right way? Did this she intentionally? She may have, she may not have, but either way, whether she did or not, was she complicit she, she in the other two shagging Zeus? Like? I didn't read that she categorically was. Right. I didn't re- read that she wasn't, right. but she got blamed, right, yeah. and she may have been the innocent party in all this. Right. Zeus being. An absolute wanker. He gets away with it anyway, yeah. Said, yeah. fucking take this moment. And mm-hmm. he went off with yeah. two others, okay? Exactly, so, yeah, yeah. for Echo's deception, if she was involved in it, Hera took away her ability to talk, save for only being able to repeat the last one or two things another says. Ah, and her name was what again? Echo. Ah, that makes sense. As a result... No one wanted to be in her company anymore. anymore and slowly anymore, anymore. she became isolated and wandered aimlessly. Aimlessly. Yeah. Aimlessly. Now remember aimlessly. I said to you <laughs> See how about annoying that gets. ancient Greek sociopaths. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
fuck them. One day in a wood, she spied a hunter more beautiful than anyone she had ever seen in her life. Who was it? Narcissus. Narcissus. Narcissus had many suitors, but wanted none of them. And not being able to start a conversation, Echo stayed hidden and just followed him. So she was staying out of sight and staying hidden, going, my God, he's... This is the most attractive thing I've ever seen, but I can't say. I can't speak to him. Yeah, Yeah, I can't say him. Constantly hearing someone behind him, but seeing no one every time he turned around, Narcissus shouted, Who's there? Show yourself, you boss. Yourself, yourself. Or whatever. Yourself. Show yourself. Echo emerged from her hiding place, but said nothing. Who are you? Narcissus said. All she could say was you, you. You, you. Jesus Christ. Echo took Narcissus by the hand in a vain attempt to try and evoke an emotional response or or convey her feelings for Mm. him. Okay? Yeah. And he pulled his hand away and he said something along the lines of, "What am am I supposed to love you? Is that what this is? Mm. Am I supposed to love you? And all she could say was, love you, love you, love you. So she was conveying what she said by echoing his words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Narcissus, because he was a wanker, said, I'd rather die than love you, and walked away. And all she could say still was, love you, love you, love you. Heartbroken, Echo drifted away and wandered into a cave. And as her body wasted away, all that was left was her voice drifting on the wind. And that's where Echo comes from. Isn't that fucking devastating? It's Some horrible, yeah. mad bastard <laughs> thought that up. When yeah. I, read, I read it and I was like, Jesus, that's fucking awful. It's terrible, yeah. Isn't that fucking yeah. terrible, man? You gotta go looking for Echo in the mountains. That yeah. There, uh, so, yeah, Jesus. and don't fucking talk to Hera because no, Zeus might fuck off and do something. That's brutal. That's Here, awful. That, As previously that. mentioned... Narcissus, the asshole, had many suitors, okay? Mm. Now, one who was similarly rejected by the name of Arminius was just as cruelly rejected as Echo was. Right. Arminius was a dude, okay? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay, yeah, very well, male name, yeah, you know, okay. love is love, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, just wasn't sure that the Greek myths were that progressive. I've never read one that kind of went... Boys love girls and girls love boys and that's yeah. fucking it. It's yeah. always been very fluid kind of yeah. stories and yeah. shit like that. So Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, before he died, and I assume it was by suicide because he'd been cruelly rejected, mm. he prayed to the goddess of revenge, Nemesis. Ah, isn't that dead? Is it, is it, isn't it great where we get all our words yeah, from? Yeah, it is. All it's these class. words that come into the air. And that's when I read them, I was going, fucking hell. Yeah, so echo, nemesis, narcissist. Yeah. So he prayed to Nemesis to punish Narcissus for his cruelty. She coerced him to become infatuated with his reflection and he died gazing at his reflection in a pool, a clear pool of water. And not eating and not doing anything. Just, just looking staring and at every himself. time he yeah. reached out to touch himself, to touch himself, every time he reached out to touch his reflection, it would ripple. the water rippled and yeah. he disappeared momentarily. So yeah. he could never ever get to it so he just stayed looking at himself yeah and he died looking at his reflection in a pool he turned into a load of narcissus flowers oh or better known 
as daffodils. Isn't that it? Isn't that it? Yeah, Narcissus flowers. And when I read it, it said Narcissus flowers. And I was like, you never fucking heard yeah, of that. So I looked it up. Daffodils. Daffodils are yeah. Isn't that nuts? So if you know any narcissists out there, yeah, now you know what to give them for Valentine's. Give them a fucking daffodil. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking a mirror, right? That's that's seven years of bad luck. Yeah, that's where we started with this one, yeah. Yeah, that was deemed seven years of bad luck. If you're a narcissist. Because initially it was a lifetime of bad luck. Right. But that was too, that's too long. Yeah. That's too long. And it only started to come into inverted commas fashion as, as bad luck when glass started to be made. Because mm. up until then, mirrors pools are... of water, whether it's in a bowl or a basin or whatever, was the mirror or, or highly polished, polished metal, metal yeah, yeah. which the Romans did. Mm. And that was expensive and time consuming. Yeah. So they'd make, when they manufactured glass and some genius put together ingredients that made it even more reflective yeah, mirror like then they started it, yeah. and they said a, a lifetime of bad luck that's too fucking much so let's do seven years let's do seven years yeah if you break a mirror to negate the bad luck that you've just incurred God. by breaking it throw salt over your right shoulder oh my ma used to do that in the, the devil's eye and crawl your ma didn't do this and crawl under the table exiting no. on the other side no <laughs> now, if you spill salt, you throw salt over your right shoulder. That's what my ma used to do. I don't Was it not spill milk? Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Way back. Maybe. But I'm sure it was, no. So. If you drop salt, you threw some over your, over your right shoulder. Yeah, definitely. Or spin around three times counterclockwise. <laughs> don't do that clockwise shit because that doesn't do out for the bad luck. It has to be counterclockwise. Right. Clockwise okay. probably invokes the devil or something. I haven't a clue. People are weird. <laughs> yeah. People are strange. Or gather up all the pieces and toss them into a south flowing river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've got one of those. Fucking handy. hell. For someone to fucking stand on. <laughs> is this... Get out your compass and find out if the river you're about to wade in flows south. And if it does, don't fucking do it. <laughs> Or buried the shards after you've collected all of them. I mean, all of them. <laughs> like you can't miss any of them. Buried the shards in a deep hole in the ground so the bad spirits can't find them. Okay, well, that's fine. All you got to do is put it in your bin then. There's loads of other solutions. It's going to end for, up in landfill, so. There's loads of other solutions for breaking a mirror. But I couldn't be arsed looking up at them because they're all a lot of bollocks. Yeah, totally agree with you. I stopped looking up and writing them down when I heard myself shouting fuck oh, off <laughs> yeah. I was like no that's it I'm done and so it was time to stop I don't know when the next Friday the 13th is don't know uh, hang on anyway for the rest of today be mindful yeah have good luck well don't walk under ladders and knock on wood and if you happen to be up around the mountains and you hear you you yeah, yeah, if you hear an echo, every time echo. you know what, every time you hear an echo, yeah. think of that fucking spare story. That's spare the half our poor old echo, yeah. And think of the sociopath that taught that up. It's like Jesus Christ, man. And the Greeks were nuts, man. Go out and fucking meet someone. Go out and talk to your friends for fuck's sake. I mean, you know what they say: beware the Greeks bearing gifts. 
been falling for the frozen fucking horse. I should be beware of, beware of Greeks bearing gifts. They're complete idiots. <laughs> Sorry, Greece. Greeks. He does that. And just be grateful. that from Red Dwarf. Just be grateful he's not doing an impression of your accent. I don't know what Greek people sound like. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Friday the 13th. And the next Friday the 13th, we will do Superstitions that's 3. Great. So stay safe out there, guys. Stay safe. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Bye. See you later.